Welcome to The Goodness Club, a community for people striving to live healthier, happier, more purposeful lives. This podcast will cover a variety of topics, how to heal from trauma, how to live healthier lives, changing our mindsets, manifesting our dream lives, living our purpose. Being happy and healthy isn't just about the foods we eat and how many workouts we do. Being truly happy and healthy is about making the decision every day to become our best selves and aligning with our purpose. What is eating healthy if you carry resentment? What is staying active if your eating habits are trash? What is love if we haven't first learned to love ourselves? How can we evolve if we are clinging on to our past? Here, we will explore every uncomfortable topic and dissect every aspect of our lives. We will be focusing on mind, body, soul, relationships, nutrition as a whole. They all need to align in goodness in order for life to flow and find purpose, joy, love, and peace. And now for today's episode. Welcome to the Goodness Club. It's Judith Rios. I hope you're all having a lovely day and a great start to your weekend. It's Friday and I launch a new episode every Friday. Last week I couldn't edit the video in time so I put it up on Saturday but I'm going to be, I'm going to try very hard to keep it consistent and put up new episodes only on Friday. So I hope you're all having a lovely weekend. I want to start this episode by saying that you possess everything that you need in order to live a healthier, happier, more purposeful life. It's all about tapping into that energy and creating a space to be able to transform and to be able to live a more joyful and healthier and happier life. It's about cutting off toxic relationships, toxic mindsets, and living in the now and tapping into the energy of what is around you in this very second. Stop focusing on the past. Stop focusing on the future. You are you now, and that is a beautiful thing. Accept yourself now. Love yourself now. Love yourself through every transformation and every phase in your life. Let's develop a grateful mentality towards all of our phases in life, through all of our mistakes, through all of our circumstances, and just accept the now for what it is and being grateful to be in this very moment in our lives. So I just wanted to start off with a little intention today and just know that you got everything that you need inside of you already. There's no need to go looking for outer acceptance. You already have it all. So I wanted to jump in today and talk about my journey to healing my gut from trauma. And yeah, (laughs) okay, so I kind of jumped the gun on that one. But um, my journey on healing my gut. So I have always suffered a lot with bloating and with gut issues and I never had a quote-unquote flat stomach no matter how many ab workouts I did, no matter how healthy I ate, no matter how much apple cider vinegar I drank or like obsessively I sticked to a fat-burning diet. So I would eat all the foods that supposedly would help you burn fat in your belly region. And 
I could just never understand why I always had excess amount of weight in my belly area. And recently, I was struggling so much with my gut, with bloating. It was about two years that I started eating seriously plant-based. And I do understand that you shouldn't eat vegetables that are uncooked because it could cause like a SIBO which is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth so basically you can just um because of all these vegetables and uncooked vegetables that you're eating you can just create a lot more bacteria in your stomach and I was also drinking a lot of probiotics which is good bacteria but it wasn't what my stomach really needed at the moment I needed to just stop introducing so much good and bad bacteria to my gut the bloating started when i was already on my transformational phase and i had already lost all the weight that i wanted to and i was already at a place where i thought i was done <laughs> with my transformation and i and i was happy um with what i was accomplishing but Somehow my gut was like, no, this is not about losing your weight and just feeling great all of a sudden. It's not that simple. So um, having all these issues with my gut health, I stumbled upon and being like so frustrated about it and not knowing what to do. And I did all of these. Um, I took all these bacteria detox pills, and which actually did work. They all of these tips that I give on Instagram stories, they do work. But it wasn't fixing the main cause of the issue. It was just covering up the symptoms. I felt like it was, and I would feel great for like a month or two, and then I would just go back into bloating, and I wasn't able to eat certain foods, and I just didn't know what it was. Um. And then not long ago, during COVID, I feel like everything happened during quarantine. I just got so many epiphanies during quarantine, and I'm so grateful for them. But I felt like this was a very bombarding time, um, a phase in my life where it was just like, okay, you need to learn this, and you're learning this, and you're evolving, and you're transforming, and now you have to work on that. And I did all of this. I didn't do... I didn't, like enter quarantine with the mentality that I was going to like tackle all of these traumas and work on myself in all of these many ways it kind of just happened and every phase in your life brings you you know you just kind of go with it and it and it brings you to the moment that you need to be in order to evolve and and finally transform into this next version of yourself and I feel like that time for me was around last year, March, March to like July, August. And um, so I was listening to this podcast and it was it was this lady, it was this girl talking about how she went to a healer and she went to, I think it was a healer. Um, and the healer basically told her that your gut is where you carry all your trauma from your past and from your ancestors and just family trauma like you carry everything it's your powerhouse it's your core house you carry everything in there and there's people that carrying it that carry it in their gut and there's other people that carrying it somewhere else so I started thinking about this and I know that I'm a person that carries my emotions in my gut because 
whenever I get anxious, I feel like I need to throw up. Whenever I get nervous, I my stomach feels weird. And your gut has a second nervous system. It's not the nervous system that is your body's nervous system. It's your gut has its own, basically, nervous system. And that's why whenever you get nervous, some people might feel it in their gut in a form of like nausea or like you get butterflies in your stomach and your stomach just doesn't feel right. Um, and this happens to me with anger, when I get upset, when I feel like crying, when I get anxious, when I get nervous, when I'm in an uncomfortable situation, I feel it all in my gut. So I know I carry everything in my gut and I know that um, that's basically my powerhouse. So when this lady said that, I was like, oh, that's so interesting because this girl said that this healer told her, you know, that she's carrying a lot of things in her gut and that she needs to let go in order for, and she needs to work on all those traumas in order for, for the weight, like the trauma weight to leave the body and to finally be able to be flushed out of the system because it's not quote unquote fat weight, it's trauma weight that we carry in us it might make our face puffy it might it might make us retain water whatever it is however it works you're just carrying on to all this weight but it's not really weight that can be lost through exercise or through healthy eating it is weight that it can that is going to be flushed away through the work of yourself and healing from certain traumas in your life and so I thought this was all very interesting and I said to myself okay so this feels I really resonate with this this feels like something that I should look into and that I should work at it like what what do I have to lose I work on it the the only thing that can happen is that I stay the same. So it's not really like a win-lose situation. I would just try it. And if it doesn't, it wasn't for me. Um, and maybe I should go see a doctor or whatever. I just don't. And I just, um, I would like to go to a functional doctor. And I don't see many of those. But, um, and of course, everything that I say on this podcast, I am not a professional. I am not a doctor. I just am talking, just speak from my own life and my own experience and what I believe to be truth in my life. So moving on, I thought this was very interesting. So I didn't know. I knew that I had like issues with my mom and issues with um, certain events that have happened to me in the past, but I didn't really see them as traumas that my body could be carrying. Um, I just, I wasn't aware that your body can carry certain traumas in certain places and you're not even aware of it. And you are carrying that experience and that moment in, in your life in different body parts. Like I saw, I heard about this woman that went to this doctor and he was massaging like her toe or something like that and then she started crying and thinking about this one time when her mom said something very cruel to her and the healer was like okay you were carrying that trauma of your mom saying that cruel thing to you on your toe and I've I've been able to work it out and you felt it you were able to finally cry about it you 
acknowledge that it was there and now you can let it go. So this was completely mind-blowing to me. And so then I was like, okay, I started tackling things that I wanted to work on that I know that were affecting me on a level, but I never really called it traumas. So my mom and I, I've always been very angry with her, very separated from her. I would cringe every time she would call me and... I just didn't want to deal with her in in some type of way or form. Like she's just for me, she was like too much and like she has her own traumas and her own how do I say this? Like she has her own traumas and her own things that she needs to overcome and deal with. And I felt like when I left my home when I left my parents' house, I left my parents' house because my dad tried to strangle my mom and kill her, basically. And when I got to the house, the he was outside in the cop car and I was just fed up. I He's already had a lot of um, episodes like this, like physical aggression towards my mom. And I was already like going to the house, like, what did he do now kind of thing and kind of like upset that I knew my mom wasn't going to change anything she was just gonna accept what happened and then invite him into our home again and then I told my mom okay this time he tried to kill you okay and if you don't (laughs) do something about this if you let him inside this house again I'm leaving and I cannot deal with this anymore this is Like, I was already at a point where, mom, this is your life. These are your decisions. You choose to live through this physical abuse, mentally and physically. And it's your decision. And obviously, it makes me sad. And obviously, it makes me, like, protective towards you. But I cannot keep living this way because these are not my decisions. They're yours. And if I ever want to heal from everything that I've been through because of your relationship, I need to leave. And I need to break out of this psychological, like negative, toxic cycle that is your relationship and that is your life. I was already at a point where I told her, okay, so I can either help you. I have a job. I will quit school. I will help you. Um, pick up my brother because my brother is also autistic so he's nonverbal. he is um, bipolar he is OCD like he is on the far already end of the autism spectrum spectrum like he doesn't function normally in a in a normal life so he does need a lot of help so I understand I told my mom, I will help you with my brother. I will pick him up from school. I'll take him to school. I'll take him to therapies. I will, we can move to an apartment. We can all be happy. Like I was already, I I knew we can be happy. Just the three of us. I knew that just with me supporting her and her having me, I knew that we can move forward and that we would be able to live a healthier, like a healthier, happier life basically. And I knew that all of this was possible, but my mom had the mentality that not everything is easy in life and it's not as easy as you think it is, Judith. And she was just so sucked into her own 
negative kind of cycle of like getting abused going back getting abused going back because she didn't know how to break free from it and she doesn't know anything else but that and to me it was very simple you just you just do it you just break out of it because it wasn't my cycle to break it's hers so of course i have all the permission from my mom to talk about this i asked for her permission because obviously it's something very personal and um she said yeah because it's as much as my story as it is hers so she gave me permission to say all of this just in case um so i told my mom yeah i i need a I can, we can get through this. We can all be a very happy family, just the three of us, and we can just move forward. Um, so I wasn't long, it wasn't long before my stepdad came back into the house. And I remember getting a text message. I was working, and my mom's like, Don't get scared. If you see a car or if you see a man in the house, it's your stepdad. He's back. And I was, Obviously, I was very upset. I was just sad more than anything because it was still going on. I think I I was 21 at the time. I was 21. And I said to my mom, okay, mom, no problem. That same night when I got out of um, work at like 1 a.m. in the morning, uh, 1 in the morning, I went to the house and I packed up all my stuff. And I asked my boyfriend that I was I had at the time if I can stay with him for a while until I found an efficiency or like a little space for me to live in. If he can just, I hate asking anybody for for a favor. I just don't like relying on people. But I was at a point that I knew I was gonna need some help in order to break out of this cycle. So. My boyfriend, the my ex-boyfriend at the time, his mom was so, so nice and um, so supportive. And she allowed me to stay in her home for a couple of, I think it was a month or two until I found my own, my own place. And, and yeah, I was, I broke free from, from the cycle and I started crying so much that first night because I felt like, man, I felt like I had my grandma when when my parents would fight and my grandma would keep me busy and she would distract me and my mom had me there for all of her, like, um, what do you call it, for all her talks and all the advice, like I was there for her for that all and it just broke my heart knowing that in order to take care of myself and my and my mental wealth and my mental health and my physical health and my emotional health it just broke me and it devastated me that i had to leave them and kind of in a way i felt like i was abandoning my mom and my brother but i i i knew that if i didn't leave and if I didn't focus on healing myself and focus on starting my own life and just breaking free from a constant physical, verbal abusiveness, I knew that I was going to um, go down like, it was going to take me a really long time to get even more out of that is what I'm trying to say. So 
it I, I would cry and it was just and I, I was even like scared for my mom I I thought like one day I'm gonna get a call that she's that she has passed away because I don't even know what to expect anymore like I was so scared to wake up one day and get a call that my stepdad had done something to her or something and I just had to put myself first and it felt so selfish like we are taught and we we are taught to think of taking care of ourselves to be such an act of selfishness and I had to break free also from that mentality of feeling selfish because it was constantly making me feel guilty for the decision that I take that I took to take care of myself and my mental health and it was just guilt instead of feeling relief I felt like I had failed in some type of way like I wasn't strong enough to keep being in a physical and mental abusive relationship not mine but my mother's and and being exposed to that anger and that toxic mentality all the time it was um it took a it took a lot of toll in me and then when i finally left my parents house i i knew that the day that i would leave my parents house it would just be easy and i would be provided for and i knew that i was going to be helped when I took this decision, if you want to, I, I believe in God, but if you want to call it God or the universe, I knew that it had me and that it was going to help me move forward. So I was working two jobs and I was living in a little efficiency and I was just making it work. I was paying all my bills. I was, I was doing all right, to say the least. And I stopped talking to my mom for, I think, about a year that we weren't very close at all. I just lost all contact with her. Like, she wasn't somebody that I would call for anything. So, in this time in my life, I didn't have anybody that I can kind of fall on or call or just have anybody to talk to. Maybe I did, but when you know when you're like in that space of that you feel alone and you feel like you like you don't have somebody to talk to and you don't actually reach out to the people that might be there in your life but they're not present in the moment because you choose not to make them present right so yeah and then all of this i got married and there's so much more that i could talk about this but right now i'm talking about my relationship with my mom and recently last march i made the decision that i knew like I opened myself up to fixing my relationship with my mom. So once I finally opened up to that idea, I called my mom and I was like, mom, you and I, we need to go away. We need to rent a hotel. We need to do something. But you and I need to be in a space at least for two, three days and just really heal our relationship and really talk things out and you and I just need to be together like me and my mom were never together alone ever it's either with my brother or when we are together she's not very like present 
in the moment. Um, she's her mind is always somewhere else, and it's really hard to be with her and to talk to her. Um, but I told her this idea, right? And she's like, "Oh, your stepdad is never gonna let me be somewhere with you alone." Because um, obviously my stepdad has all of these issues where he thinks that my mom is up to no good and that she, there's just a lot of um, issues in, in, in there, in that aspect. So I'm never even able to be alone with my mom without my stepdad thinking something or something. And basically the answer was no, that I we are not able to be anywhere together. And if we were going to go somewhere, he had to be there. Like my stepdad would have to be there. And I'm like, that's not the point of this. We're trying to heal something. And he's the whole, not the whole cause of it, but you can heal from something. It just didn't make sense. So I told my mom, well, that sucks. And I hope that one day we can do it because I'm really looking forward to just spending time with you and getting to know you and just healing from, just healing. And she said, yeah, her too. And... (laughs) I think it was like a month later. I was already open to this idea, right? When you open up to ideas or when you're finally acknowledge certain things in your life and you allow doors to open, they open. So what happened was that my mom broke her leg. She ended up breaking her leg. And the only person that can take her to and from her therapies was me. And it wasn't two, three days that I took her to therapy. It was like four months where I was taking her to therapy. And after therapy, we would go out to eat or we would go to the grocery store or she would come to my house. And it was all this time that I had with my mom now that I didn't have ever. And funny enough, I didn't realize how these events happened like I opened up to trying to heal with my mom and then her leg breaks and it's not two three days that we are together it was like the universe was like no you need more than two three days this is like a long time process like not long time process but it's gonna take more than two three days you guys need to work on it a little bit and then take a break and then work on it a little bit and then take another break because my mom's therapies were two days out of the week or one day out of the week I think they were and then so much would happen in that one day we had so much what's that called tension and so much like we would snap at each other and or I would constantly snap at her or I would just be angry and annoyed of her presence it was like so bad and it was like Every other day, like every other time where I would pick her up and take her to therapy, it's like those walls were coming down and breaking down little by little. I was finally able to see her in another light. I was I was finally able to show her more of my personality because I, I, she didn't know my personality. She just knew me as a snappy, irritated daughter. Like she never knew who I actually was and... I was able to talk to her more about things that I've learned and until one day it was like the walls were just gone and this was a trauma and this was like a a thing that I worked on that after I worked on this thing 
and many other things. This is just one thing that I'm talking about, but my gut was like it let it was able to let all of that go. Like I was carrying all of that weight of trauma with my mom in my gut. And once I, and once all those walls came down and I healed my relationship with my mom, my gut healed. And it was the most like magical, insane thing that I have ever experienced. And obviously this has been going on since I was like one or two. Like I've always been exposed to this toxic kind of relationship and mindset. And what this healing with my mom showed me and as the walls came down, And I was able to love my mom and really, truly appreciate her and just admire her for the kind of woman that she is. It's like, I cannot blame my mom for not raising me the way that I wanted to be raised. She raised me, like I look at her now, it's like she raised me the best way that she knew how. I cannot be mad at her for not knowing better. That's all that she was ever exposed to. She comes from a mother that doesn't pay very much attention to her. Um, her father was the only love in her life and he passed away when I was like seven. So she was like a daddy's girl, but she had a lot of issues with men and being alone And she doesn't know how to be alone. She was never alone. She was always from boyfriend to boyfriend. And it's like she raised me the best way she could. She didn't know. And no, she didn't give me that much love because she wasn't exposed to love. She didn't give me words of affirmation because she wasn't exposed to words of affirmation. She was always just like, do better. You can be better. If something happens, it's your fault. And even though there's no way <laughs> that it could have been my fault, if something happens, if it's if it's a mistake that happened or it's a situation that I got myself into, it's always my fault. And that's kind of the mentality that my mom instilled in me. Like, it's your fault. And that's because that's the only thing that she knew. So... I just kind of, I forgave her and I accepted her as she is and I accepted who I am today because of how she raised me. So I'm grateful for her and and she is aware of her cycle. She is aware of her, of her abusive relationship. So the first step of um, healing and moving forward is actually acknowledging the situation that you're in and, and she acknowledges it. So I'm happy that she's finally there. And now we talk a lot more and she has me to talk to and I have her to talk to. And it's like I'm starting to Like, I'm getting to know my mom. I never really knew her, and I never really took the time to talk to her or 
to look at her as somebody else besides my mom obviously we just grow up sometimes and we're like yeah that's my mom and we don't think they make any mistakes and we think that they are this and that they are that but they're humans too and they're people too with pasts and with parents and with traumas of their own and yeah I'm just so happy to be able to recognize her now as the woman that she is and see everything that she deals with every day and it's not easy because being a mom to an autistic kid is not easy and my heart goes out to all the parents and all the siblings that have um, an autistic sibling or an autistic child because it's not easy my mom stays up sometimes until five six in the morning because my brother doesn't stop slamming the doors or he doesn't stop screaming or he doesn't stop running back and forth around the house or he starts kicking the walls for five hours straight without stopping and it's not easy so I'm finally able to be there for my mom in a way that doesn't drain me because I'm finally healed or in a way I was able to leave in order to heal myself and then come back and be the support that she needs. It took five years after I left my parents' house to come back and heal my relationship with my mom, but I'm happy that it's done. And obviously it's not done. There's still things that we got to work on every day, but it feels so nice to have a mom now and to FaceTime her and to go grocery shopping with and to have her come to my house sometimes and we watch movies. And it's still so weird because I'm not used to her in a way. like, And I'm not used to her affection. Like when we probably holding hands or she probably tells me how proud she is of me and stuff like that. Like, it's still so weird. And it feels like unknown territory. And just since we didn't have that kind of affection for each other while growing up, it just feels weird. But I love it. And I'm happy that we're working on it and that we're, we're able to be here for each other now. So, so yeah. That is one of the examples of healing my gut through healing my traumas. I believe that we carry a lot of our past, a lot of our traumas, a lot of our mistakes and guilt and unforgiveness and resentment in our gut and in our body. And we just have to sit down and think about things that we know we need to work on and that we know that we need to heal. It might be very obvious. You might know that there is an unbalance in your life and you might know that there are certain relationships that you need to heal or that you need closure or that you need to move on from or forgive even. And until you sit down and do the work and forgive and just move on from your past, you'll still carry all that in your body, making it harder for you to let go of trauma weight. So if you're like me, if you're somebody that, that well, that stays active and that eats healthy and that 
basically lives uh, a very healthy and active lifestyle but yet you find yourself holding on to weight and you don't know why i suggest maybe you go on this route because maybe you're carrying another type of weight and you're not aware of it so i thought that was something very interesting just want to pass the information along in hopes of helping somebody else so thank you so much for listening to today's episode please give this episode or this podcast a review and subscribe you can also follow goodness club on instagram it's at goodness club i get more personal on that page than i do on my actual instagram page which is at judith l rios i hope you all have a lovely day and i'll see you next time bye